Welcome to Greedwatch 2018, a Common Rider O's recap podcast with me, Coriander Dickinson, and Josh A. Kagan. Hi! And Adam Wasserman. Hello. So for episode 18, I've got Destruction Reason Eel Whips. Mmm, that's one of my favorite summertime treats, a big frosty eel whip. I've got Destruction Reason Unagi Whip, but yes. I mean, that it feels reasonable because I think Unagi's a freshwater eel. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. I just know that it's that thing that Ross on Friends thinks uh, means something other than what it means. He does? You guys never saw that episode of Friends where he was like ta- talking about how he had taken martial arts and he would he, he had Unagi and so he could like you couldn't you couldn't sneak up on him. And he kept going Unagi and pointing pointing at his temples. And looking like an idiot. It does sound dumb. Does he still have the monkey? Is it a monkey episode? Oh, God, no. It's post-monkey. Post-monkey? Way post-monkey. I guess I may remember it, Adam, but I think you'd really have to do it in the David Schwimmer voice for me to for it to jog my memory. I, I don't really do a David Schwimmer impression. I'm sorry. Let me, let me try. Let me try. Unagi. That's as best as I can do. Unagi. Hi, I'm David Schwimmer. Rachel. I'm a giraffe. That's... Yeah. He is a giraffe. Not hmm. a lot of people know this. Oh, yeah, he is, isn't he? <laughs> Did you just look it up? Yep, just check Reddit. Turns out. <laughs> no, he not in, in, in those Madagascar films. Oh, yes. No, that's not what Corey was talking about, though. He is actually a giraffe. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. I, I That's what I thought we were. Wasn't okay. he also in, like, Legally Blonde or something? As a giraffe. Wow. As a giraffe? Yeah. Yeah. He is not in the new Lion King movie, though, ironically. Uh, why is that ironic? Because there's not many roles for giraffes, and you'd think like that would be the time. <laughs> also, it's oh right because he's a giraffe. Also, it's okay. like Ross on your wedding day. Huh. So we start off our it's episode. Like Chandler, when you've already paid, <laughs> it's like Chandler. It's, it's a Phoebe when all you need is a knife. It's a Phoebe when all you need is a knife. That is right. So we start our, we start our episode uh, with uh, with uh, birth our birth our handsome our handsome birth daddy uh, say just reiterating to all of our all of our friends all of our super friends that uh, he gets all the medals. That's kind of the deal now. He's got a milk jug and a real handsome puss and a great jacket, and he's getting all the medals. Thank you very much, and Unc who basically looks like somebody picked him up by the feet and slammed him into a wall face first is like, no, no, you're really underestimating us. Blood, blood, blood. Like he's not making a particularly strong case. (laughs) Yeah. And AG's like, you know, they're not real currency, right? But AG doesn't understand the metal economy because metals can be exchanged to Kogami for apparently millions of yen. hundred million yen to be exact. I figured out, I cracked the code for playing uh, Date. How are we pronouncing that name, by the way, everyone? Date? Date? Date. Date. If the two of you ever want to whip up your uh, Date uh, uh, cosplay, the most important thing for playing him that I've been able to pick up is that there is something always fascinating happening in the upper right-hand corner of the screen. You haven't been paying a lot of attention to he his like, belt line where he's got the coveralls tied around his waist under his jacket. 
That's part of it's it mesmerizing. too. Mesmerizing. That's part of it too. But there's always something happening in the upper right hand. Like there's always like, oh, I wonder what that cloud that, could that cloud be a that, like a little piggy, like a little piggy bank right up there, up in the sky. <laughs> like there's just always something happening up there for our handsome birth daddy there. And then we have some real philosophy where Ag's like, hey, it's like dumb to fight over this. And uh, then uh, our birth daddy looks up in the upper right hand corner of the screen is like, yeah but it's dumber to fight over nothing. And then we all go, what? And we're on to our next scene. I thought he was implying that, like, he's he's fighting for money, and AG's like, well, that doesn't seem cool. But he's implying that AG's not really fighting for a reason, per se. Also, there's no reason to fight over the medals, because he's just going to take them. I think he means that, it, like, AG doesn't really have a reason to fight, like, at all, except that he, like you know, met a hand and has a belt. That old story. But isn't he Yeah. <laughs> Fell in love with a hand. Uh, <laughs> um, but isn't AG fighting for like to save the world and shit? Yeah, but I mean, maybe Date doesn't know that. Maybe Date thinks that he should just stand back and let the professionals, i.e. the people who get paid to do this, as opposed to the amateurs, i.e. the people who don't get paid, uh, let them do their job. I guess. I guess that. I guess that's all possible. But like, oh. I feel like Ag is fighting for something just a little more heroic than Doe is all. But Ag couldn't. But he couldn't even put that into words. Oh, sure. I, I don't know why he didn't say, "Look, handsome. Look, you handsome, rugged individual who's staring at something fascinating about fifty feet diagonally from us. Um, you know, these monsters are going to tear the world asunder. Although, I guess." I guess he, a handsome boy modeling school there, is also fighting monsters just to a different end for 100 million yen. Eiji was probably just disarmed by his handsomeness. Boy, oh boy, uh, who isn't these days? And uh, we're going we're gonna to get into that a little later <laughs> in, a new, in a new segment I'm going to call Ship Watch 2018. Because boy, oh, right. boy, oh boy, we're going for it. Um, hey, you know what, though? Let's see what Kendo Girl's up to. First ship of the day. <laughs> it's Kendo Girl and Kendo Captain. <laughs> Kendo Captain is unaware of this ship. That's because it's age inappropriate and Kendo Captain's not like that. How? Are they wildly different in ages? How old is how old is this girl supposed to be? Yes. No, I, I, she's I mean, clearly that a was teen. Not necessarily clear to me, your officer. Um, I mean, I, I it seems to me that she's oh, she's a teen yeah. okay, who's well, in love got, with her teacher. Thank you. Basically. I got the in love with her teacher part, but I did not put together that she was a young. I thought the more illicit thing was that he is betrothed to be married. And she is not cool with that, as we will learn throughout the episode. No, it's it's more of a don't stand so close to me situation. And then, but also, uh, he pats her on the head. And I would just like to throw out uh, to everyone, don't do that. Don't pat people on the head unless they are my dog, Banjo. <laughs> what about a small child? Can I pat a small child on the head? We're going to say no, Adam. Yeah. Whoa. No touching. Uh, rule, number, well, rule number one you're not my mom daily comportment. No touching. No touching. Do not touch people without their consent. Yeah, that sounds about, that sounds about right. But a baby can't give consent, guys. So what you're saying is that nobody should ever it's touch babies. It's a slippery slope. The next thing you know, themselves. a dolphin will be president. <laughs> <laughs> we'll all let... Well, Don't I you mean, think that would be uh, an improvement? Down, down, down these parts. Down these parts, certainly. I don't I don't know what, what's happening. I'm saying. 
We don't have presidents. What about your president handsome up there? He's not. He's not a president. He's a prime minister, and he's awful. And I'd rather have a dolphin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. I guess the bloom is off uh, your your handsome prime minister up there. Well, see, the problem is he made a lot of promises, and then he kept zero of them. Spit take. What? A politician did that? I know, right? I know. I know, but people were surprised anyway because he was so handsome. Never. <laughs> All right. Well, here we're him. learning some important <laughs> lessons today. Here, uh, number one. Try not to touch people. Number two, don't trust the handsome. Yay! Number three, dolphins for president. Dolphin Krill 2020. All right. So Kendo Girl is flashing back, remembering how Ant-Man came out of her. (laughs) And she's all like, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't Mm -hmm. necessarily want to get stronger. Got to really think about my, what I want for my life right here, right now. And then Uva's just like, there. (laughs) Do it. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's like the worst life coach, basically. But he's just there. He's just there to be, he's just there to palpatine yeah. her and just yeah. be like, yeah, be, be, be me, be even more of a jerk. Talk about how you hate sand. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you count the medals. Again, and it gets everywhere. Uh, how can you not? How could you not fall in love with that guy if you are yeah. a queen and senator? I ask you. So charming. Um, He's handsome, can- though. That's that gets you everything, as right. we've learned. All right, don't make me turn this podcast around. He's not even that handsome. He's got. Please count the medals. He's got a. He's got a conca- <laughs> concave, sunken chest and a weird rabbit face, a weird weasel face. And he's always dressed in black, and he's obviously evil, and nobody catches this for three whole fucking movies. You count the medals one, two, three. When he was a little kid, he didn't seem especially evil. Oh, don't even, don't even. All right, all right, all right, all right. They could have just made him a little evil in the first movie. Just to, mm. anyway. You know what? Listen, I have a lot of problems with that particular trilogy, but none of you haven't mentioned any of them yet. Um, I mean, so we count the medals one, two, and three, and then we're in the storeroom at Couscous. Because Ankh and Ag have failed yeah. to track down the yummy to get the medals ahead of Dato, and they're just having a real why two yummies? Why yeah. they're having they're having like a real summer camp lights out sort of like what do you want to be when you grow up kind of conversation? Like they're just sitting there on their bunks thinking about stuff, thinking about the duality of man and yummies, and just like <laughs> where do you see yourself in ten years, Ankh? Well, I hope I'm more than an arm for starters. But they're actually doing some like good detective work here. Yeah. Like, hey, we can't really sense it because it's not generating more metals, which means the desire isn't being fulfilled. So the desire isn't what we thought it was. Mm. Ergo. Two desires for every boy. Uh, 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 uh. We throw to a quick shot of Kendo Girl just kind of kendoing. At night at, alone yeah. in the dojo. You know, like a cool person. Like, like a do. cool person would. Just doing some late night stick waving. Mm-hmm. And then we get to ship watch 2018. Oh, this is what you were uh-huh. talking about. Okay. This is possibly one of I was I was taken aback by how tender and lovely this scene was. Uh now <clears throat> I no, you're going to have to hear me out on this shit. They okay, I'm no, please okay, do. So, uh handsome boy modeling school birth daddy is hanging out uh in front of the uh in front of the dojo just chilling. Just sort of just being just him and his milk jug, just having ideas about manliness 
and, uh, you know, hair products. And then Goto pops out. Uh, and then ostensibly Goto is there to just sort of size up the guy who would be birth, but they are playing real like sweet lovey dovey music in the background. And both of these guys are kind of giggling at each other. And Goto is like real nervous and shy in a way he has not been in any of this season so far. And uh, birth daddy is like, Hey, you, you want to go get a bite to eat or something? And it, it's just like, it's a, it's a meat cute. Am I, am I alone in this? Well, like, yes. Cause Goto has been following him all day ever since they crossed paths while he was out for his run. So he's still wearing his running gear and he's just been like stalking Date. And our boy, I think our little motorcycle boy's smitten. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't, not many people could do an impression of Dr. Maki's doll. He does so a very good impression. That was a, oh, no, but that's when it, like, it, the, everything's going great, and you think maybe they're going to go out and have a nice bite to eat, and maybe both of them are going to realize that, like, what they really want to do is just move to the American Midwest and raise golden retrievers or something. But, like, mm-hmm. instead, handsome, uh, handsome birth daddy starts making fun of Dr. Maki's puppet, and Goto's got to go. Yeah, that he's just running through the rain with his thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. I would also like to take this moment to point out that Date refers to literally like everybody as Onisan, regardless of like relative age and or like rank. I, he is so casual. I noticed that. It's so casual. And let's assume for just a second that I don't speak Japanese and it made me a little sure, confused. Sure. What I, I, I know that must mean what does that mean? It means the literal translation is big brother, but it's, it's used casually to like older people that you respect that I guess you don't feel like calling senpai. Got it. So it's like, it's like he's calling him like doc or the mayor or something like that. He just calls everywhere or sport or what, bro, bro, but a, yeah. like, hey, bro. But, a res- but, but, but a slightly more, res- but more a, respectable, more doc- respectable. Dr. Yeah. Bro. Yes. Hello. Hello. Brosif. Oh, yes. St. Brosif, my man. Uh, so uh, did anyone, I, I have now very, I have never, I've never had ship feelings for two characters before, but this really just struck me like a bolt from the blue. And suddenly I wanted to like draw pictures of them and like figure out what their life together would be. And, I, it's real sweet. They were playing like when Harry met Sally. Am, am I am I alone in this? I guess is the question. Did you're real sweet? Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh no, I. You, how do you, like? Don't you feel like Goto would feel threatened since Date like has the birth belt and like he wants that like, and like all of the approval that comes like, with it? Oh well, Goto's clearly the bottom. Okay, well we don't need to get into their personal lives. Oh, we sure do. You you open this door. I want. I don't think you know how shipping works if you haven't decided who's the top and who's the bottom yet. I well, these boys—they have to go out on a proper first date first. We're not just gonna—we're not just gonna throw them willy nilly into the into into. Da- I am like five steps ahead of into you. Into Date's old futon or whatever. <laughs> you know that motherfucker sleeps on an old futon. Yeah. Who knows where any of these characters live? <laughs> Well, definitely it's within running distance of uh, the couscousier. <laughs> Everything. Everyone. 
everyone lives within running distance of the couscousier, including uh, Goto. Uh, speaking of the couscousier, mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. here we are at the couscousier, and it's time for a little. It's a, they're working their problem magic because it's Egypt week. Hooray! And they <laughs> <laughs> there are sphinxes, and they are dressed like uh, like Hina and uh, and Miss. Miss Missier, uh, are, uh, they're dressed, uh, like they're about to sing Steve Martin's King Tut and it's not great. None of this is great. Goat, Goto runs in after running for what seems like 78 hours straight. Basically it's like, I've had neither food nor water. And also I'm in love with a very handsome man and I have to reevaluate a lot of stuff. And then he passes out and they're like, Oh God, we got to help him. And then he looks up. Oh, I was I was gonna say before he passes out, he 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 sees them leaning over him in, in a very very softly lens uh, washed out sort of looking thing, and like maybe uh, maybe he's not sure about handsome men after all. Maybe he wants maybe he wants beautiful women well, because he thinks he might be in well, heaven. What he's determined, yeah, is that he might be in heaven, and that wouldn't be so bad. It's like I met the love of my life today, and it wouldn't be so bad to die. Yeah, you know, in heaven everything is fine. You, look, you've got your good thing, and I've got mine. Yeah. Um, I mean, Goto could also play the waterfront. Can we not put, you know, can we not put boundaries on Goto? When, I mean, like, fair. if there's somebody he loves, he's going to go to them. Mm. 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 I mean, he is chief of number one ride vendor squad. <laughs> even right. by the way even the way he said that to birth daddy was like hey uh i'm goto and i'm like i'm <laughs> i'm real important with ride vendors and stuff so um you want to like can i write your name on my shoes i would like <laughs> and by the way i would like to say that i think this is beautiful i am not saying this is a goof i think that i i i i fully support these two men having an awesome handsome moose-haired life together <laughs> I think they can share product. You know who else is going to have a life together? Who dat? Kendo Captain, because one look at his uh, rearview mirror, Dilly, and you can tell that boy's getting married. He's got some dingly dangly wedding bears. Yeah. <laughs> and we need to know more about it. So let's head over to the Kendo Dojo and just ask a lot of questions. Hey, how do y'all feel about a scene uh, in one location that lasts about 45 minutes? Sounds yeah. great, says sounds great, says the person who does the budget for Cayman Rider OOO. Sounds delightful. How many monsters we got in this shit? Oh, no, no, no. You're standing around. This is a one-act play for the rest of this, basically. <laughs> AG and Ankh bust in on Kendo Girl, and they're like, and they play good cop, bad arm. <laughs> I don't think they're playing. I think they're just, that's just who they are. It just happens, you know what? That's just their dynamic. They wandered into the trope. But Age is like, hey, Kendo girl, uh, what's your deal, guy? And Ankh's <laughs> like, come on, come on, say it, stupid. Say something, say anything. We're running out of time. And probably Handsome Boy Modeling School birth daddy's going to show up soon. And then, hello. And then Date walks <laughs> in and is all like, I got this all figured out. What else could cause a girl to go through so many problems? <laughs> It's the most textbook desire. And it's like, oh, that. Okay. And he's just like, what? What? What could it be? It's like, oh, love. Right. You're in love. Hey, Kendo girl, you're in love with that other. Everybody, guess what? And she's like, no, just stop. Just every... everybody's like, hey, G, stop it. You, 
Dottila just takes it. He's like, no, no, no. You have to. You have to go over here now. You can't be part of this anymore. And then Ag falls to his knees in shame. Yep. I, which I think is a. This is a man who I feel like has spent half of this series accidentally in his underpants. We're <laughs> talking about his underpants, and so I feel like this is that like the, maybe it is a cumulative shame from these last eighteen episodes of acting a damn fool. And this was just the straw that broke the camel's back. And he was like, "Oh wait, I thoroughly suck in so many different ways. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna have a real knee think." You know what we need to do while that happens. We, we just need to see a little confirmation that there is a wedding happening. Yep. Just a little cutaway, little little bride in her dress, little little groom in a suit, uh, confirm what we already know. And then we get a talking to from, from birth daddy. <laughs> he is t- telling Kendo girl that, you know what? You have to deal with your own problems. Do it yourself. Like, it's okay if you want to destroy the wedding. It's fine to, you know, have desires. I'm a creature of desire, but like do it yourself and don't ever do anything that would make yourself That's cry. Right. I just suddenly parsed like birth daddy as like birth dad, which I don't yeah, think no. is what you were oh, like trying birthday? to go for. But no, now I'm I mean, picturing like super... Dante is everybody's like birth dad who like just, yeah, bio dad who just comes, comes around like every, every couple months and, and gives you an expensive toy. <laughs> <laughs> and and and, he, and that makes these, awkward con- these cell metals by yourself something nice conversation with you for like an afternoon <laughs> while oh, taking you to the mall I, I love both of these versions so much because i think he is super handsome and dishy but at the same time you are absolutely right adam wasserman he is a sh- he is a textbook shitty shitty every other weekend dad and there's always like a new aunt he can't wait for you to meet somewhere but she can never quite make it or she got sick or something and he's always canceling on things like your school play or that time you needed to be picked up from soccer practice and it was raining and dad said he was gonna pick me up but he never did and that's not you that's bart simpson uh, well, no, I'm Bart Simpson. Oh, okay. And David Schwimmer's a giraffe. I was unaware. And I'm my own grandpa. <laughs> All right. And I feel like okay, he's fun uh, for like the first hour, and then you really wish the afternoon was over. Okay. Uh, anyway. So, audience, this is now your it's your turn to vote on whether Date is bad divorce dad, daddy, or dishy yummy daddy. But- now, fun <laughs> fun fact, he could also be both. By the time we find out, it'll have been like, we'll have been running with whichever bit for 12 episodes. We will let the people decide, right. probably, eventually. <laughs> we can change, we can also change course. Also, who knows, who knows if this guy's even going to be here next week? You know maybe, what, we're going to have to record he... two versions of each episode from now on until this Go. waveform collapses. <laughs> You jump right up and fuck yourself, Adam Wasserman. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Absolutely not. What the fuck is this clue? Dun, 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 dun. That's one way it could have happened. Bum, 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 bum. But also, he could just be a divorced dad. Bum, 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 bum. Okay. Communism was a red herring. Oh, look, it's Lee Ving from Fear. Dun, 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 dun. Gene Wheelan from The Go-Go's. Bum, 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 bum. Mm, Colleen Camp. Dun, 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 dun. You're really selling me on Clue here. I've oh, never you should. Seen it's it. very good. Oh, it's super good. It's really it's very, good. Very good. It's it's got Tim Curry and uh, and yes. uh, Christopher Lloyd, Martin Mull, Martin Mull. Are you sold yet? 
Um, mm. Not Susan Sarandon. What's her name? Oh, Leslie Ann Warren. Yeah. Leslie Ann Warren. Mm. She's great. Eileen mm-hmm. uh, Brennan. Uh, the aforementioned leaving uh, from of John Belushi's favorite rock group, Fear, as well as Jane Wheedlin from The Go-Go's, as well as Colleen Kemp from My Teenage Dreams. Um, Gosh, how many times have you seen Clue? Real- uh, not as many times as Mrs. Kagan, I will say that. Uh, right. It is a movie that I, it's a movie that I've come around on uh, recently. Uh, like within the last like five or six years because my wife loves it so dearly. And we actually went to a midnight screening here in Los Angeles where people dress it up like it, uh, like mm. characters in the movie. And it's a goddamn delight. Okay. It's good. I mean, I've seen it, it like once, but it was good. Yeah, you should watch it again. And I've established that I've yeah. never seen it. So. <laughs> Once again, we run the gamut. If it's one of those things that like there is a uh, artsy movie house that does midnight movies and they are ever doing a showing of Clue, that is a great way to see it. Not in my town. Oh, maybe in too bad maybe Corey's in... town. Corey's town's cooler than mine. Is it? Yeah. I, I don't I'm know. I'm pretty sure. The, the bar is not super high. No. <laughs> Anyways, um, <clears throat> garbage yummy. Fascinating tangent. The story at hand. Since Date knows everything about Kendo Girl, AG's all like, hey, bro, tell me where the wedding's at. And Ong's like, tell us where the wedding is. And Date's like, no, no, no. I got to get there first myself. And then AG's like, please, please, sir. Please, sir. I'm begging you. Please, sir. Tell me about love. Yeah, he like hugs him and is like, birth daddy. <laughs> Please let me sit in your lap and you tell me about woof. It's real weird. It's a real weird scene. It makes more sense in about five minutes. It sure does. I want to go back and ask a question, okay. though, about Birth Daddy's uh, advice to don't do something that will make yourself that's cry. A good, that's good advice. Yes. Does that tacitly mean do things that make other people cry? No. Listen. No. Listen, why would that be the case? It sounds like the end result here is that somebody's crying. Listen. And it's better that it ain't you. Listen. Okay. JKX. Okay. What's up? If I if I say, hey, hey, Josh, you should uh you should eat yep. more more healthily, for instance. That does not mean that you also have to go and like shove a chocolate cake down somebody's mouth. But it doesn't not mean that. Just because you give advice doesn't mean the opposite has to happen too. A and W, my man. But the context of this The context of this conversation is that, like, hey, you want to ruin that wedding? You ruin that. that You fucking put on your, you put on your big girl pants and you get your biggest stick and you go ruin that wedding by yourself. But don't do anything that makes yourself. But Joshy cakes. The uh, subtext is that uh, he knows that if she looks deep enough inside, she will discover that that ruining his wedding would also make her cry. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Corey, we haven't I haven't come up with a nickname for you because I feel like you're above that. Uh, but where do you want to settle this? Okay, so I relate very strongly to this advice because I have a very similar rule for myself, which is try to avoid doing things that I would regret or rather try to prevent myself from experiencing <laughs> the regret later, which is haunting Fair. and usually while I'm trying to sleep. Uh, so that usually comes down to like, would I regret saying a nasty thing to a person? Yes. Then I try not to do it. Or would I regret not leaving the house today? Maybe. Hmm. Go outside. So 
that's my read on this. And it has nothing to do with anyone else. It is just don't suppress the thing you want to do because you think it's wrong to want something. Okay. And don't let a giant bug monster wreck a wedding when you want to do it yourself. Yeah. Also, there's like like a blue mat or tarp or something in the background of the scene. And I kept expecting Mizul to show up. Oh. Yeah. Oh. But she's dead. Yeah. And it's Uva's day. He's got some pseudo yummies just like lying in the back. This show has conditioned me to see oh, large large chunks of color as like the precursor to a yummy or a greed showing up. It's my favorite Robert Frost poem. Also, Date can like disappear like like smoke in the wind. Hmm. Yeah. Just when it's time for the science fair and you're standing there <laughs> just waiting for him to see that big blue ribbon. But no. He was just no there. Where'd he go? Seen. He's It's so weird. It's so weird. No, something about an aunt who's a croupier at a casino. She's just gotta go and, pick her up. And they you and you don't even and you don't even know what a croupier is and before but you're just there by yourself and your mom's stuck in traffic and you know, it really was dad's dad and anyways, anyways, everyone. <sighs> okay. Yep. Anyways, Kendo Girl takes off to ruin a wedding all by runs herself down the road in a very dramatic fashion and then runs into the woods. Then the, yep. Cuz clearly that's how you get to and a wedding. And then there's some there's some yummy fighting. Let's not forget. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it was making her, making himself some some bad yummies out of bits and garbage. Before Kendo Girl runs away, she tries to fight the yummies, doesn't work. Date tries to fight the yummies, and then then everyone's just everyone's just showing up Fighting yummies in the woods, even Ankh and Eiji. And how? But how did they find him? Oh, you you've jumped way ahead. I don't think I have. Yeah, you jumped way ahead. What about Kendo girl running and remembering good memories of of her coach and 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 then Kendo girl decides to confront her yummy bug by herself, like with her stick. Yep. <laughs> but it's fine yeah. because Date has a gun, and he has a very cool henshin. He's just. Attention is very good looking. Real charming. Everything about him is just real dreamy. AG rolls in with his ride vendor and runs over the yummy Mm -hmm. in a moment of the yummy's distraction. And turns out when he went to ask for love love advice from Date, he was actually planting an octopus on him. Yeah, that was real charming. He because Date is like, wait a minute, so you don't need to know about love? And AG's like, I kind of do, but also we have to fight some monsters. And at this moment, Uva jumps in, and my brain was like, you know what? This episode's actually really, mm-hmm. really decently yeah. shot. Like, it's pretty cool. And then we cut to Maki's lab. Kugami shows up. Right, right, right. Fresh back from his vacation of being in the musical Gypsy. <laughs> he's he's wearing, he's just wearing a big feather boa. Yep. Who knows? Who knows what Kugami was doing with his vacay? So I looked this up in case it was like a reference to the movie that we didn't watch, but it's not. It's just Kogami being extra. Yeah, happy birthday to the year. Yep. yep. Here's a souvenir to run the David Schwimmer. It all came full circle. Yeah, and uh, basically nothing happens in this scene except that Kogami's like, hey, uh, hey, how's birth doing? And uh, Dr. Maki's like, hey, as it turns out, I happen to be watching the this very episode <laughs> of this show right now. And uh, look, they're fighting. Oh, also we learned that they, that they have a 5,000 metal... Uh, Cell metal deficit because of expenses. 
I'm assuming that was the armored car that got Probably. quote unquote robbed. Yeah. Um, and uh, they make the decision. I don't know if they made the decision in the room or they're just reiterating like, hey, isn't it great that birth only wants uh, cell metals and not core metals? And they agree mm-hmm. like, yeah, that, that's the move right there. And the puppet's like, yeah, agreed. Hey, everybody. I'm a... And I think the puppet has like a fresh new little outfit. His looks cleaner and nicer for the new year. Oh, well, maybe he just, you know, laundered it. I forgot to mention that in the fight scene in the woods, the first time we see Unk in that setting, he's just up a tree already. He's just Natural sitting habitat. in a tree. I forgot to mention that AG is super good at just like catching three medals that have been just hucked at him, basically. He just 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 grabs them. It's real good. And be bad if he accidentally batted them away and had to like start scrambling around in the grass trying to find them all. Problematic. I'd be curious at to I, I, not curious, but I would really love to see the B roll of AG, the actor playing AG, just missing the coins over and over again. Now, look, I know those are probably CG. I didn't want to break your heart, but yes, I, I oh get, get in line. Uh, but I just <laughs> maybe it'll happen at least once in this in the six hundred thousand episodes of this Godforsaken series. Be like, your heart will get broken. Yes. Oh. Yes, when when Goto and Birth Daddy don't end up moving to the American Great Midwest to, uh, yeah, raise gold, to raise golden retrievers together um, or do whatever yeah. or just open like a or open. Oh, you know what they're going to do? They you know what? Now that I say this, they could also move to the Pacific North, Northwest and open a mystery bookstore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think they'd be great at that. And I think that he, I think birth daddy would do like all of the painting and stuff like, and he'd be like real handy and he'd wear like a little tool belt. Uh, and you know, and Goto, he would be, you know, he would like be recommending books to people and you know, he serving, serving tea. tea. Um, I, I think Goto would like be behind the counter and being very polite. And then Date would just like suddenly appear next to the person with like a recommendation. Yeah. And he'd be so disarmingly handsome that they couldn't help but buy it anyway. I want this spinoff so badly now. <laughs> and, you know, and Goto would roll his eyes a lot. But, you know, at the end of the day, he loves that big lug. Oh, but also they would like meddle in their their customers' lives and solve mysteries. You mean they would meddle in their customers' lives? <sighs> yes, Josh. That's what I mean. But only sell medals. Hey. Oh, they'll buy medals, too. Huh? I don't think they're going to oh. be fussy. What's the name of and scene? What's the name of the show? What are we going to call it? <coughs> I'm going to pick uh, oh. caterpillar legs. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> a date. Okay, a date with murder. Mm. Ooh. Okay. Anyways. anyways, take it take it away, fanfic kids. I expect I want I want to see me I want to see I want to see your results on my desk next week. All you fanfic kids. All you fanfic kids. Get off my lawn. <laughs> get off my lawn and write some fanfic. And fanfic grown-ups, fanfic people of all ages, whoever's listening to this show. So caterpillar leg, huh? Yeah, caterpillar leg. That's and by the way, they got it exactly right. I've seen many caterpillar in my day and they have giant metal legs are you are you unfamiliar with the brand of uh like building no, Adam, vehicles I'm fam- called caterpillars I'm 
familiar. <laughs> I don't think you are. Doing... You seem you seemed confused. Uh, yeah, it's just like the brand name Drill Arm. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Dante's throwing out all of like the birth upgrades. He's like caterpillar legs, drill arm, gun. But you can't get no cores. Things they just and go back. Yeah, Unk's like AG's not performing great right here, so I'm going to throw him a, a new medal. He gets one of the blue ones. Yep, the optics on this are, no- are terrible. Noodly eel arms. Whoa, noodly whips. Blue and blue noodly whips. And, a- and then Ang Lee comes in as guest director. And we get we get some split screen, yeah, of uh, Ag using his noodle whips to stall for time because Date is like, "Hey, stall for time," and Ag's like, mm, "Okay." Yeah, he's gonna load up his burst cannon or whatever. He's got to use a lot of coins on that thing. I, I'm worried that he's gonna be like uh, that. His profit margin is not yeah, great I, on this particular. I fight. used less coins playing Dragon's Lair. Whoa. <laughs> Oh, old guy jokes. This is like, like he might as well have an old timey musket for how long it fucking takes him (laughs) to get this thing ready. Like there are monsters about to murder (laughs) fucking everyone, ruin the wedding like it was the graduate only with monsters. And then everybody sits on the back of the bus. Well, I would would pay to see that. My favorite little inset window is of the ground near the milk jug where the little gorilla cans are trying to clean up the mess. They're very helpful. You know, if that if that wedding did end up getting ruined, then do you think that like Birth and Date would look at each other and be like, "Hey, you know what? As long as you know, let's, Birth uh, and Date, you want to? He's gonna marry himself? Yeah, because I oh, would also pay to see Birth that. Birth and Date go. <laughs> mm, that's a now. There's a cell burst. <laughs> um, so it takes a. I don't know what that means. Cell bursting out of my my jeans uh oh no <laughs> i have to go to jail um hey everyone so the, hey the, he puts a bunch of coins in that cell burst dealy and then the cells burst and uh you know what happens them yummies get uh they get did they get yep. did real everybody good. can dodge yeah. except that yummy everybody else is like hey this guy's been pointing gun at me for like five minutes i better move the yummy's like eh i can handle it i'm tough i like destruction and then Ankh is like, mm, I'm going to sneak over here and get some medals. His theme song is just like the greasiest, sneaky, like, whoop, 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 whoop. I'm an arm stealing stuff. And then Dante grabs him and like slaps him on the back of the head. Like, Let go drop it. This is, drop it. This is my favorite. <laughs> get dirt out of What did I tell you? Um, I, 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 now I want a version of Peter and the Wolf. That's just Corey doing all of the music for the. I know it. And and then Ankh, who's played by the piccolo, sneaks up to. Ankh would be more like a bassoon. There we go. I don't. Here's a fun fact: I've never heard an instrument. Wow. <laughs> all right let's bring this in for a landing that marriage goes great everyone marries up real good not everyone but you know those uh kendo guy Two people who are supposed to yep uh and uh kendo girl just stands in the woods and is generically good with it like just from afar 
And Angie's all like, hey, Date, it would be cool if we just worked together instead of fighting. And Date's like, hmm. And Date's like, I don't want to team up with you. You look like someone who would make himself cry. It's true. Please. He's not wrong. Angie's like, there's really just something about that guy. And Unk's like, oh, yeah, check this out. Fart. And then the episode is over. <laughs> and then Jonathan Richmond comes along and starts singing a song about how there's something about Date. There's something about Date! <laughs> <laughs> I know I do cat with hard eyes all right uh, and that was great and there's gonna be some more bullshit next week like there always is because this is a never-ending infinite loop of people turning into things and destroying monsters and then things going back to normal and then people turning into things and monsters and it just it there's some coins and a puppet we're like a third it's, of the way yeah. through we're fine it's, it's fine I no longer fear death <laughs> This was good episode. Stamp, JC, seal of approval. Good episode. Linear, held all of its thoughts in one place, had a narrative from the beginning to end, good use of editing, good character development, handsome, handsome man staring at the upper right-hand corner of your television screen, thinking about 100 million yen and a little mystery bookstore <laughs> somewhere in the Pacific Northwest. Oh, now you know what he's saving up for. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Put coins in my head cannon cell burst because I'm, I am about to explode all over the place. Oh God. Ugh. I'm Cut. so sorry. Cut. 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 Oh no. Cut his mic. Somebody cut his mic. He's just dreamy. He's dreamy. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, so, yeah, I said earlier that I really like the camera work and whatnot in this in this episode. Like, it's just, it's really clear. Yeah. Like, all the mm. time. It's just very well communicated. Yeah. Everything that's going on. I like Date. He's the best. And he is. I, I like it when he does things. Me too. Except, except when he... You know, he promised he was going to pack your lunch. And then you open. <laughs> it's just playing card with peanut butter on it. <laughs> I was going to say a pack of cigarettes. Oh, okay. Just a paper bag with a pack of cigarettes. Oh, God. You have to smoke all of these. <laughs> you come home. You come home. It's not even opened. He's like, what? I, why? Did, you're going to sit there, young man. And you're going to smoke this whole pack. You're getting a little tubby in your drama club. You're not doing enough running around. <laughs> oh. Josh. Oh no. I mean character. I mean fictional character. Wait, is he just he's just is he just standing there like with with smoking a cigarette is like half like dangling a, out of his lip and he's just shouting at you to run run laps faster. He's got a beer. Yep. He's drinking it while he's smoking. He's not even taking the cigarette out of his mouth. He's got a he's got a tall boy of PBR or Molson, uh, depending on which side of the uh, border you are, and uh, he is he is definitely sexting with the croupier while talking to you. This is basically like Bill Murray, <laughs> <laughs> like sleazy Bill Murray. Yeah, yes, and then he whispers into your ear, "Nobody will believe you," and then he disappears. He, he's Bill Murray in Rushmore, is what I'm saying. Oh, there you go. And then he disappears and your mom still doesn't have her child support payments. And she nope. just sort of, she just sure oh. drugs. Oh, <laughs> uh, yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. <clears throat> Thank you all for listening. 
Oh yeah. We gotta end sometime. Now, <laughs> I'm Corey. You can find me on Twitter at Absalar. I'm uh, Josh A. Kagan, uh, and you can find me on Instagram at Josh A. Kagan. I'm Matt Wasserman. You can find me on Twitter at Gold Sarcasmium. Bye-bye. Bye.